Well, Kurt, this morning we have Mike with us, uh, who is on a resident long-term discipleship program. And Mike, we want to welcome you to the radio broadcast. Thank you. Uh, It's an honor and a blessing to be here with you guys this morning. Well, I want to just, before we get into bits of your testimony, uh, Mike, I want to just reference a little meeting that you and I have already had. You are a ping-pong player and a pretty good one. And I'm a rusty, uh, (laughs) washed-up ping-pong player. But when we met, Mm -hmm. uh, initially when I was working a weekend, uh, there was a little time that we squeezed in a game. Absolutely, I do. And um, how'd that game go? We wanted to share the results of that game with the radio listeners. (laughs) (laughs) It uh, it was uh, a good experience. Uh, There was uh, some stipulations, I think, that came with that. Well, just share the score first. (laughs) The score, uh, I think it was about 21 to 16, and uh, I was actually pretty shocked. Um, That I won, right? That you won. That's one. Okay, now you can tell your story. Uh, The the story that came with that was uh, there was... (laughs) Uh, I think it was a, a month restriction uh, that came <laughs> along with that game. So a month restriction was looming, <laughs> was looming. over the game <laughs> if he beat me. I gotcha. <laughs> so I just didn't know. Uh, I didn't know how I felt about that really. And so <laughs> warfare by words. There that's what go. that's what it was. So uh, I, I'm sure in a rematch I won't have that to go to uh, anymore. <laughs> so the true the true uh, champion will come out. I'm sure next time. So. <laughs> Well, you know, that's the beauty of, of the program, Kurt, is that, you know, you guys have a nice rec, uh, recreation room upstairs where you guys stay, and uh, uh, you have the opportunity to, uh, you know, play ping pong. There's some weights up there and also a, a pool table. Uh, so it was nice that you had, Kurt, you had the opportunity to, uh, you know, fellowship in that, that aspect. Oh, well, it was, and, and just before we get sidetracked, I'll just say say this, that uh, many people don't know, but Reverend Thomas uh, was quite a ping pong player. And uh, he would take on anybody back in the days when it wasn't quite as busy. He would take anybody. We had a ping pong player or a ping pong table for the guys, and he would often uh, get up there when he could. And uh, oftentimes they'd, they'd walk away with their uh, tail between their legs, and he <laughs> he he was a uh, reigning champ. So anyway, but back to your testimony, Mike. Yes, uh, and it, and that's you know that's part of them, Mike. You being on the program is building relationships with the uh, the staff, and, right? Uh, and as we get into that a little bit in regards to talking about build, building relationships, why don't you bring our listening audience at least up to date here, Mike? You, you've been in the program for four months. Uh, you're struggling with some things. Uh, how, did, how did you come to the Haven of Rest? Well, uh, it was about four months ago, and uh, I was just struggling uh, in life in general, I would say. And, um, you know, I want to say I was kind of leading some double, a double life and... I had some addiction issues, and uh, it got a point in my life where uh, family just didn't know how um, they would be able to help me, and they wanted to, but it was just too hard. Um, and you know, I was at a point where I didn't have any kind of place to live, uh, so it, it, I struggled with um, where do I go. Um, so it was getting online, uh, looking uh, for some places to go. I had looked at some actual rehab facilities, uh, but I didn't have a drug problem in my own mind. So that was something that, um, you know, steered me away. Um, But it just seemed like with a lot of other places that I had talked to, um, you had to be a resident uh, in that city. um, And I didn't have any home at the current time. So that was a big issue. And uh, a couple of my family members, had talked about the haven of rest 
and uh, had kind of directed me there. And so I had called them up on the phone and uh, that was uh, the first thing they said was go ahead and come on in here. Um, you don't have to be a resident. Um, and uh, the first time I came up here, uh, <clears throat> I ended up walking away from the program um, just because uh, nine to, to 12 months seemed like a long time for me uh, at first. Um, but then that was uh, the beauty of it uh, when I had called back again. Um, Jason, who heads up the program, uh, told me to come back on again the next day. So it, it was, uh, that's how I ended up here at the Haven. <clears throat> Mike, uh, something we were talking about a few minutes ago, just off microphone, was uh, a little bit about your uh, conversion experience and how long you've been a Christian. And t- tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Um, you know, I grew up in a, a Christian household. Um, so my parents, um, you know, we were always going to church on Sundays. Um, you know, I was involved in Sunday school. Um, and uh, it wasn't until I actually um, headed away off to college um, that I really kind of started to drift away uh, in my relationship uh, with God. And um, it really wasn't until uh, coming back here to the Haven um, that, uh, you know, I, I was, as I was telling you earlier, you know, I had started reading this book. Um, it was called Addictions by Edward Welch. And uh, this book just really started to open up my eyes. But uh it had spoke really about a you know a rescue mission how uh, you're trying to rescue people that are out there struggling in addictions and that are lost and you know their ultimate goal is to restore them and you know I remember sitting in my room here you know reading that and I was just like oh wow this is this is great you know this is exactly where I'm at right now um, you know and what did the wording in the book actually say what was the description again about rescue missions. It, it was exactly that. It was uh, it was to rescue mm-hmm. um, the people that you know were struggling with addictions that were lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had reference in the book about how um, <clears throat> you know Jesus will go out and look for his lost sheep um, mm-hmm. and bring them back and, and to restore them. And uh, so I, for me, that's kind of when the light bulb started to go off. And um, and that's when I really started to notice just uh, even here at the mission. Um, you know, I just started to kind of really pay attention to a lot of things that were going on, and uh, it was just just such an amazing experience to see all the staff. You know, I just noticed that there was something going on with them, um, and you know, that's when I kind of really started to seek more and kind of start to sift through the stuff here. And okay, what's going on? And um, you know, just really started to kind of understand that there was there was a something around us here. You know, it was God really in the presence of the mission that was working on all these people, and you know, just really started seeing that they—that's why they're all here—was um, to be able to to help us out in our walks. So it's it's been a powerful thing so far. Well, you know, Mike, uh, you were sharing with Kurt and me before the program here. Uh, you you ended up uh, there's a little bit of a conversion here that happened to you. Uh, obviously, asking Christ into your heart. Why don't you share a little bit about how that what happened? Because sure. that, that was here at the mission. Absolutely. Uh, it was about a month into the program. Um, you know, it was something that uh, I kind of wanted to give it just a little bit of time uh, to really kind of come to an understanding of it. It wasn't something that, you know, I wanted to be sure um, what I was getting into. And if I recommitted my life again, that, you know, this was something that I was going to be serious about. And um, it was about a month into the program, uh, just really started weighing on me. Um, and 
uh, it was after a couple, it was after one of the banquets uh, I had been to and just after class, um, I just really saw what was really going on here at the mission and, and everything and ended up recommitting my life to Christ. Amen. And um, it was just, uh, I came here, uh, you know, struggling with some addiction problems. And like I was telling you guys earlier, um, you know, God really started to work on all aspects of my life. And, you know, I slowly started to realize, uh, you know, areas in my life where I was weak. Um, and just, uh, it's just been instrumental, um, the staff here. Uh, you just really see that everyone throughout the whole mission is just so key into um you know just kind of helping you walk in your faith and um so you know now i've been three months walking in my faith and uh it's just something each day um as i'm starting to see other resident men here uh as the light bulbs start going off on their you know in their minds um it's just encouraging and you know it just seems like every day it just continues to grow and, and my walk deepens and strengthens with him every day and it's just uh I'm just really truly thankful um, that uh, places like these do exist and you know that we have the opportunity you know the hardest part for me was walking through the door um, and realizing that um, I don't have control over my life and uh, and I really that was the biggest thing I had to do was to surrender and say hey you know I, I don't have this steering wheel here and I need to turn it over to someone that can and once I did that um, there was just a huge weight lifted off my shoulders hmm. and just realizing that it's okay. There's someone that, um, that knows what's going on and, and can help me out with that. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like, too, uh, Mike, that uh, the Haven wasn't your first uh, choice uh, of where to go, but it sounded like it was God, uh, it's God's choice uh, for you. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, Mike, being on the program, I mean, you know, when you talk about your conversion, one of the things that uh, you haven't done for three months since you've been here uh, is you stopped smoking. Mm -hmm. And I know that's been, probably been a big testimony not only for yourself, but I'm sure for even the other men that you're around. Is that true? Absolutely. You know, it was one of those things where, um, you know, I always put it off. Uh, I'll go ahead and try and quit that tomorrow or, you know, I'll work on that next month. I've fine-tuned all these other areas in my life and, uh it's kind of one of those things where as I started building a closer relationship with him, it was one of those things where if I wake up in the morning and I'm thinking about a cigarette, um, I'm losing focus of really, I really should be during the day. And uh, it was just kind of one of those things where I got to a point where I said, I'm done, you know? And uh, I, I really put it uh, on him. Uh, hey, help me, help me be able to, to stop this habit that I have. And uh, the interesting thing is, is that uh, after I quit smoking, uh, I freed up about two and a half to three hours out <laughs> wow. of my day, you know, mm -hmm. that I was spending um, smoking cigarettes. And that's really mm -hmm. when I started to dive even more into the Word and really focus my time um, on building a, a better relationship with Him. So it's it's just one of those things that, you know, it was something that I had seen uh, with uh, Jeff Bressler. He was a, a resident that successfully made it to the program. and kind of a similar story with him and uh, how he ended up quit smoking and just kind of encouraged me that, uh, you know, if other residents can do that, then, you know, it's something that I can do as well. That's the that's the power of uh, hearing other guys' stories. Um, and uh, what encouragement uh, to hear. I, I don't know if you've shared that with him or not, but I know that he would 
be very delighted <coughs> to hear that as well. And other than someone like Jeff Bressler, has there been somebody on the uh, program here or uh, somebody on the staff that may have, you would look up to right now as, as an encouragement, a mentor, uh, just a good example for you? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, that's one of the, the great things about going through a discipleship uh, with other men is uh, you're continually, you know, just trying to encourage um, and, you know, be brothers in Christ together uh, with each other. And when you see a guy having a bad day, you know, just trying to, to be a, an encouragement to him. Um, staff, uh, like I said, has been instrumental. Um, there's actually a gentleman, um, Steve Dobo, um, who really um, has just been uh, a great uh, mentor to me and just in walking in my faith and uh, is just, uh, you know, he takes time out of his day. Um, you know, I'll, I'll go to him a couple times during the day and, you know, he's just seen the, the fire, um, you know, catching me. And um, so it's just been great. And that's, I think, one of the beautiful things about being here is, you know, I'll, I'll go to him, you know, a couple times during the day, you know, and I'll be talking to him about, you know, stuff that I have going on or, or stuff that I'm reading about in the Bible. And you know, he always will drop what he's doing. And, um, you know, I'll be like, are you going to get in trouble? You know, if uh, you know, you're talking to me and, you know, he's like, I, I think they'll be okay, you know, with me taking a couple minutes out of my day to, to talk with you. So it's just one of those beautiful things. And, um, you know, Kirk uh, is one of the cooks in the kitchen as mm -hmm. well. Um, He's just been instrumental um, in, in helping me. Uh, just, just seeing um, godly men in my life, and just seeing how how their lives play out every day, and things that they're doing um, is a completely different. Um, it, it's a change for me in how I live my life before I came in here. So just really looking to those people and just kind of seeing, okay, these are how these people live their lives every day and these are what these people are, are doing in their lives and just uh, how God has played such an important role in their life. Um, it's just, I think that's a beautiful thing about the mission. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, Kurt, and that's just, that's encouraging because uh, that's really how our mission is set up, uh, Mike. When I hear you say that, here we have two men that work in different areas of responsibility but yet they've impacted your life. And that's really, Kurt, uh, the way we want the whole ministry to, to operate, whether you're in this department or that department. Um, we want our staff to take that opportunity uh, to listen, to hear, and to share about Christ, and to and even for that mentorship. Uh, and so to me, Kurt, that's very encouraging, as Mike, you shared that, because that's the first I've heard of that. And um, that's the way the mission's been operating, Kurt, for 72 years. Mm -hmm. And, Mike, as we get close to ending here, I, I can't believe we're, we're ending the broadcast here. Four months into the program, a lot has changed in four months for you. Uh, let me ask you this. How would you like our listening audience to pray for you, Mike? Hmm. Um, wow, that uh, gives me goosebumps when you think about just uh, the power of prayer. And, um, you know, really uh, what I've been trying to um, to kind of think about here is really the where I've come at here in my life and really moving forward um, how I can continue um, to be a witness um, to people that uh, have struggled with the same things that I have and, and really just um, to like I said be a witness to um, to Jesus Christ and um, you know how to to bring them into their life so you know really just um, trying to be patient, I guess, and, and really listen 
uh, to what God is calling me, uh, what his work and really what his will is for me. Uh, so just pray to, uh, I guess, um, that, you know, doors will open for me and that, you know, I can just continue to, to deepen my relationship with him and, um, just be able to pay forth, I guess, to other people. Um, what I feel that people have helped me out with it, you know, I'll just continue to be an encouragement to people that are out there struggling. And Mike, too, I'm, I'm going to add a request, not that you asked me to, but when when I heard you speak and talking earlier in our uh, talk here, I heard you mention about, you know, some days, you know, like the, the thought of the cigarette pops mm-hmm. up. And I'm going to, you know, ask that our listening audience pray uh, for you, but also against those types of distractions uh, that can easily, you know, set you back uh, and just you have to contend with it. And that you'll, you'll pray uh, against that, too, and be strong. Uh, in in the Lord in that way too. So, thank you for coming on to the broadcast. It's been a, a joy, a blessing, and interesting. And I look forward to possibly a rematch. So. Absolutely. Okay. And thank you guys. <laughs> thank you, Mike. <laughs>